Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown. Now, hence the BB. Well, we are back for another rousing edition of Ben's What? But before I get to that, I do want to remind you of the housekeeping that is much appreciated. First and foremost, the official website is trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com. If you haven't visited or you have found this podcast in another way, such as social media or just by Googling, I appreciate you. But the official website has all the links to the social media, all the places where you can find this podcast, as well as our links to our merch store and any other related information. Now, along those lines, if you're a a Apple podcast, Stitcher, well, pretty much any platform out there, uh, whatever your podcast platform of choice, please subscribe. I hope you're subscribed. Subscribe to Trending Topics with BB. And if you are subscribed, great. Thank you so much. Uh, please leave a favorable rating, a comment. It helps this podcast be found by other listeners. And it helps. Oh, and along those lines, uh, please, if you have a comment, concern, or just all around question concerning the podcast, you can email the pod at ttwithbbpod at gmail.com. Again, that is also located on if you go to the website and click the contact uh, tab, you will have information to email if you have a comment, question, or concern. Well, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I know uh, it's been a little bit longer since I released the last episode. I've uh, been a little busy with uh, the day job and uh, took a little mini vacay last week. Um, but I am back and I figured we need to go over binge what because now we have a, the wonderful world of Disney as Disney Plus streaming app is a now officially live and if you are a Verizon wireless customer like I am I signed up and that you get a free year on Verizon for doing that so if you are one of those I highly recommend it uh, because why not get that free year and then if you decide in a year that you don't want it anymore uh, you can cancel otherwise it's six ninety nine. a month after that. Uh, So that's just a smoking deal. So now I have four apps. Uh, I had, well, I did uh, take a break from Amazon Prime, but now I'm back with Amazon Prime because uh, some series that I was waiting for the return is going to round out the end of 2019. So I wanted to resubscribe to uh, the uh, wonderful world that is uh, Amazon Prime. And if you're hearing the background noise, I'm in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. Therefore, it's quite busy with sirens, so I apologize for any background noise you are hearing uh, on this episode. Nonetheless, so I now have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Uh, I did unsubscribe from ESPN Plus, uh, but uh, because Disney now owns Hulu, which is interesting, uh, you in and if you aren't a Verizon Wireless subscriber and you don't have ESPN Plus or Hulu, you can actually bundle Disney Plus with Hulu and uh, ESPN Plus all for twelve ninety nine a month. Twelve dollars. That's a friggin' great bundle. Uh, but prior to Disney buying Hulu this past year, I had already bundled Hulu with my Spotify subscription because when I'm not enjoying wonderful TV content. I'm listening to music or listening to other podcasts such as this one um, via Spotify, and they had a a bundle uh, through that for Hulu, so I've had Hulu for a while uh, based on that. Uh, But nonetheless, there are many ways. uh, We are going from the wonderful world of 8,000 different channels on cable, to now we're going to have 
8,000 different apps. Now, I'm exaggerating, but that's what it's turned into. I cut the cord many years ago, as I've mentioned on the previous binge what episodes. Uh, And I think it's interesting that we are currently in streaming wars. Now, ironically, I am recording this episode the day after Disney Plus launches, and the news came out from Disney today that they far exceeded expectations of subscriptions of Disney Plus of 10 million people, mainly because I think majority of us who are on Verizon took advantage of that free offer. So again, log on to verizon.com, click Disney Plus, follow that uh, prompts, and you will have Disney Plus. So enough, uh, none of these I will preface too, none of these streaming apps are paying me to talk about them. It's just that I'm a pop culture junkie and I love uh, well streaming content, uh, said TV and advertising. So I find it very fascinating, nonetheless. All right, so um, I guess while I'm on Disney Plus, uh, if you're a kid that grew up on the Disney Channel like myself back when it was good, uh, you'll be pleased to know that some of those wonderful shows like Boy Meets World and Lizzie McGuire and some of those Disney Channel original movies like Brink and Johnny Tsunami are now on Disney Plus app, so enjoy. Um, of course, if you didn't know, uh, Disney owns Marvel, so you can watch all 22 of the first phase of Marvel movies. I've caught up on the two that I didn't see already in 24 hours, uh, and now I remember why I didn't see them. But nonetheless, uh, they were part of the 22 Marvel movies. Uh, Disney also owns National Geographic Channel, which is now included in the Disney Plus app. And I have found a couple documentary or docu-series uh, that I enjoy. Uh seeing the world through Jeff Goldblum or something like that. I just watched episode number one about uh, people who really value uh, sneakers, how they've become so collectible and valuable. Fascinating. And then another, if you like Gordon Ramsay and all his ridiculousness in terms of uh, being a celebrity chef, he has a show on National Geographic about him going to different parts of the world, trying their cuisines and trying to recreate it and and challenges. And that was actually quite fascinating. We watched um, an episode of that. Uh, so there's a lot of content. It's not just like Disney movies and Disney shows that are more geared towards kids. But if you have kids, you'll probably like Disney+. Plus. And if, even if you don't, um, there's some really great content on there because it practically has every Disney-related movie on there, including one of my all-time favorite movies, Remember the Titans. Uh, and, uh, so uh, in terms of binge-watching, it's really up to you uh, on Disney+. Plus. Enough about that. I, as I said and mentioned before, I'm a huge pop culture junkie and um, find everything Hollywood and related fascinating, which you may or may not know about me if you are a new or returning user, uh, user, excuse me, subscriber to this podcast. But I recently finally binge watched Fleabag, which was all the rage. They won Emmys earlier this year um, and totally was all the rage this year about how great the show was. It was originally a BBC show and then Amazon Prime picked it up. There's two seasons, six episodes per season. So that's why I was able to binge watch it quite quickly. Uh, not a lot of time, but it's fucking brilliant. And I will have to say that if you're into more thought-provoking, satirical, great writing, then you have to think above or below the surface of previous TV to maybe get and appreciate Fleabag, because I have talked to people that couldn't get into it 
based on season one. Now, ironically, I was hooked right away and I wasn't quite sure I was going to be, um, but I highly recommend Fleabag. It is an adult show because there are there is language, there is adult themes. Um, they touch on a lot of things that maybe uh, kids shouldn't watch, or depending on how, you, whatever. Point being is, it's an adult show. It's it. I love. As you know, I'm an Anglophile. I love everything British, but I wasn't sure if if I was going to like Fleabag, and I fucking love it. Um, so that is on the new binge list. So I think you should put add that to your list. Now, um, I do also want to uh, bring up another Amazon Prime. There, another reason why I resubscribed to Amazon Prime is that uh, I got sucked in to Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, which stars John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. Now, I will, if I have explained it on the previous Binge Watch episodes, uh, Binge Watch, uh, here's my thing with the series, is, is, it's, it's, it's thrilling, it's an action-packed series, it's like you're watching a movie, however, the, the substance and the plot of both seasons of Jack Ryan aren't really, every episode is, in theory, keeps you on the edge of your seat till the very end, like, which is great writing, but nothing really of substance to the plot happens till each ending of the episode, and I'm not really spoiling. I just want to put it out there for people that are like uh, myself who like the Bourne series or anything related. Um, And also, I haven't read the books. Like, I have read majority of the Bourne Supremacy, the Bourne Ultimate, all the Bourne books, because I love Robert Ludlum as an author, and then I saw the movies. Now, obviously, the movies weren't as good as the books in that case, so I'm assuming that's how it is right now with the Tom Clancy series. Nonetheless, I binge-watched both seasons when they were released. The latest season, season two, was released a few weeks ago. I already finished it. Um, And I think I've come to terms with the fact that it's not my favorite, but I did binge-watch it. It did hold my attention. And if you like that kind of espionage, thriller, spy kind of stuff, uh, then it's a great series for you to check out. Uh, And that is, again, on Amazon Prime Video. We are in currently in November, but in December, another Amazon Prime wonderful show is coming back. The season three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So that's another reason why I resubscribe to Amazon Prime because I love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, And I'm excited uh, to kind of round out the binging part. Obviously, everybody and the brother has binged watch uh, all of Stranger Things. So a connection to Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, Carrie Elwes, who played the mayor of season three in Stranger uh, Things, has also added to the cast of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime, which, (coughs) excuse me, I'm excited about because Carrie Elwes is a great actor. And if he's in one of the most iconic classic movies of all time, which is The Princess Bride and a lot of other things, um... So I'm excited to see how he's incorporated in the storyline of season three uh, of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, if you don't know the premise of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it takes place um, in the 40s, I believe. And it's uh, chronicling the start of like, uh, well, that's her name, but her career as a stand-up comic uh, in a world where women weren't taken seriously as seriously in the, well, they still aren't, but that's a whole nother episode that's been tackled on this podcast. But it talks about her family and her families come to terms with her pursuing a career in stand-up comedy and all of the characters and historical figures 
like a Lenny Bruce and uh, that it's just a wonderful show um it's feminist without being feminist I mean Fleabag's kind of feminist but it's not in your face feminist uh, uh they're just brilliant shows uh so again that's on Amazon Prime coming in December so I'm looking forward to that season three. Now, to kind of go back to Netflix, since I've already mentioned it, because of Stranger Things being one of the top binged watch shows pretty much of all time on Netflix. Uh, of course, season three was great. We watched it all. Uh, it was released on July 4th, and we watched it that entire day. Now, I will have to say, my personal preference, I like season two over season three. Uh, it was great, uh, but I, I believe there's just something about season two that held my interest even more than season one. I don't know. I love Stranger Things. Um, and uh, that is great. But another show that's coming out, I believe, December or the beginning of 2020, uh, one other show, another season of a show that was quite surprisingly good um, is the show called You. Now, I believe I've mentioned it on previous Benzwa episodes, but You is this intense show that was actually originally released on Lifetime and then added to Netflix. And by the time it added to Netflix, it became a phenomenon because all of us start to binge, which tends to be the trend nowadays with everybody cutting the cord. But uh, it's this, and it was a book itself. I didn't read the book, uh, so I can't compare the book to the show, but I was compelled uh, it's, it's creepy show. It's, in the, it's basically about a stalker situation, um, and how creepy that can get and how dangerous that can be. Um, and, uh, but the, 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 I think the brilliance, because we've seen that story over and over again about stalkers and situations, but I think the brilliance about you was the fact that they incorporated it into modern times. So it's basically, they incorporated, you know, with social media, how you can, you're easily stalked by people and which makes it even creepier but it's just like a kind of open your eyes to how you are online and how you live your life and um i'm excited for season two to come out that i believe it's coming out in december and if it's not december it's the beginning of 2020 so that's exciting i'm curious now i don't know if i mentioned this on the previous binge what episodes but uh i think i did Maybe in the last one. Um, the show Bodyguard, which is, again, another British show. BBC show. Fucking brilliant. Now, I haven't heard any updates on an, a season two. I do I do remember hearing that they were going to do a season two because it was such a phenomenon on Netflix. Again, uh, but I haven't heard anything since. I really hope they make a season two to that show. Um, as I've mentioned, and I really wanted to avoid mentioning, but I cannot mention uh because i've done previous episodes the show lucifer uh they're shooting the fifth and final season right now and the recent news is that it's going to be broken into two sets of eight episodes which is usually the netflix formula anyway but that's exciting because it's a 16 episode final uh into the story they're currently shooting they're in the middle of shooting that season um if you have not and yet have watched the show you will be surprised at how fucking great it is uh it appeals to all ages all genders check it out yes the name might throw you but once you start the show you would be surprised and how intrigued of how well the writing acting and all-around aesthetic that is that show uh what else to binge watch uh i did mention Lama. so um i mean another great thing is the i've mentioned a couple docuseries uh there's some other docuseries i think there's this one docuseries it's in limited release on netflix it's called uh explained it's great it has these little short episodes about specific topics that may intrigue you in terms of 
life like anxiety or the meaning of dreams or other such that's intriguing. Now I will have to go back to a series that was totally binge watchable seasons ago but this seventh season is so hard. Okay so I fucking love the show Orange is the New Black. However I was fine with the ending and season six being the final season but somehow a fan outcry brought forth a seventh season which to me was unnecessary and knowing all of that I felt the cast and crew rushed into writing and shooting the season and the season's been out for months and I'm only halfway through it is so hard to get through and in this day and age where there's so much content out there and now we have a whole new app with this Disney Plus thing I personally forgot that I was watching it which means that it's not good because it's not a it's not as bingeable as it was for the first it is what it is and I'm probably eventually going to finish it uh but uh I do want to point that out if you haven't seen Orange is the New Black I really personally think maybe the first four seasons were the best the fifth and sixth were okay the seventh one is just brutal to get through because it's just it's unnecessary and that's my personal opinion uh, it is what it is um no disrespect to the cast and crew they work their asses off but at the same time it needed to end like it ends however i do disagree with the fact that in the streaming wars that we are in right now pushing for shows like that that should have ended that ended and then canceling shows that should continue um I'm curious as to if Netflix is truly in a panic mode because of this. It's interesting to kind of think about in the streaming worlds because they have canceled a lot of original content and had to raise a lot more money to create a lot of original content. Because not only, I should point this out, not only did we just now, the new app of the hour is Disney Plus, next year is HBO Max, which aka is warner brothers app so a lot of con i'm curious to see now that a lot of that a lot of disney content has moved off of the other platforms which would be amazon prime and netflix to the disney app i'm curious if any warner brothers properties will be moved to hbo max when that comes out but we shall see um and the reason i didn't mention hulu is because disney now owns hulu so uh if you might have noticed if you've watched hulu recently there's disney plus commercials if you still kind of get Ads on uh, Hulu limited ads. You'll see that. So that should, should be interesting. I'm going to take a look here at my notes just to kind of see. Uh, it, there's also these great websites. If you go to whatsonnetflix.com, it tells you all the statistics of really what's been released per month, uh, what's leaving Netflix, what's coming net to Netflix. Um, according to this website, there's been 17 new releases on Netflix. Now that could be anything from specials to movies to TV shows. Uh, in the month of November, there's th 36 new TV series on Netflix. Now I would have to assume that's not all original Netflix content. That is also uh, content from other networks, other series that have been uploaded. Uh, there's in this month, there's been 115 movies added to Netflix. And as of when I logged on to this website, uh, there's 50, there's over 5,700. So there's 5,731 titles of on Netflix, which I mentioned the number at the top of this episode about the fact that in 24 hours, Disney Plus got 10 million subscribers. But even with those numbers for Disney spiking, Netflix is still the number one in terms of being one of the apps uh, subscribe because it's been around the longest. It started the streaming uh, world that we're in right now. Uh, I am curious to see what Amazon's going to do because if 
I've noticed on Amazon's content that a lot of the movies, even if they're new releases or old releases, are rent or buy uh, paywall. I'm curious how that's going to go for... Amazon in the future. And if you have a comment, question, or concern about that, uh, leave a c- comment on the on the email I explained to you, which is ctwithbbpod at gmail.com, what your thoughts would be on that based on the numbers that I have given you today. Now, I did check out El Camino, which is the Breaking Bad movie that Netflix put out. It was all right. Um, I loved Breaking Bad. Of course, I'm one of the weird people that didn't watch Breaking Bad till I got Netflix. And, I mean, it was a good movie. It was a continuation. However, I haven't watched Better Call Saul, which a lot of people say they might actually like better than Breaking Bad, which is interesting. Um, I guess it's your personal preference. Again, this is all art. This is all entertainment. It's subjective. Uh, but the reason I've been doing these binge what episodes is to kind of get your, your creative juices. Because I do see... Um, well, family and friends tend to ask me a lot, what am I watching? What do I suggest? So I started doing binge what episodes to kind of get your, well, not necessarily feedback. Feedback would be great. Like I said, uh, you can email the pod or just to kind of tell you about the fact that I do actually still watch a lot of content, even though I work a full-time job, do hobbies such as this podcast and other things. But I hope I have mentioned some titles. I've probably mentioned titles that I've already mentioned in previous episodes, but I did want to kind of bring up and talk a little bit about uh, Disney Plus and how that is uh, shaking things up if you're a Disney content subscriber. I mean, I'm kind of not hating the fact that I have four apps. I don't have Disney, uh, excuse me, I don't have ESPN Plus. I did have it for a bit, tried it for a few months, and then realized I wasn't watching it. I think the issue is is with ESPN Plus, it's still under the cable TV paywall that a lot of the original networks are, like ABC, CBS, all of those. If they don't put their content on demand on Hulu, and you go to their website and you don't have cable or, uh, or satellite, you're, you can't watch the content. And that's how it was for ESPN Plus. And for somebody that loves tennis, and tennis is a year-round sport, I mean, they only take off for a few weeks here at the end of the year, and then they're back to it. Um, if it's not a Grand Slam, it's not. It's like the Tennis Channel. It's not. It hasn't been added. So until sports completely becomes more streamable, without such paywalls, uh, I won't resubscribe to ESPN Plus. Sorry, Disney, but uh, you have billions and billions of dollars. Figure out how to make sports content streamable. And I will be on that so fast. Um, but anyway, that was a little tangent on, on the sports content that is available. So I hope in this uh, little episode of Binge What that you have a few titles that maybe you haven't checked out yet or that you've heard of that you uh, want to add to your cues. And I will see you on the next episode of Trending Topics with PB.